Hello. There has been a monumental update to one of our old segments. <laughs> old meaning in the last three months of this podcast. Something we haven't done in the last two episodes. We have an update. Oh, by the way, welcome to the Nobody Asked for This Podcast episode number. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter anymore. Nothing matters anymore. The only thing that matters is that after weeks of discussion and near months of begging, we have been listened to. Now, if anyone hasn't listened to all the episodes, uh, and one of the first episodes we did um, what we now call our snack graveyard, which was where we would talk about a snack that we think um, deserves to come back, one that's been discontinued, one that's been... Ooh, <clears throat> excuse me, how am I supposed to do a podcast without a voice? It's, you know, something that's been discontinued, something wrongfully no longer in our lives, taken too soon. Guess what? I think my first, if not second, entry was the Ritz S'mores. They have just announced that they are coming back. Now, let me tell you how influential this podcast is. We've done multiple, we've made change. First, we were talking in the last couple episodes about that dangerous wooden roller coaster. I'm going to give them a break this episode, so don't worry, you won't have to hear about it again. But I'm just telling you, I, I did an update in the in this last episode about how they heard my episode and basically shut the thing down. So we did that, check. There was something else that I remember seemed like it, it was because of us. Oh, the Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos, I was, we were getting mad at them for... The logo was terrible. The new logo was terrible. The The new formula for the frosting was awful. The price was disgusting. It was like $18 for a six-pack. Um, they just changed it. It's like $3. They completely changed the packaging. They entered a chocolate frosting into the mix. So I'm just saying... I'm just saying the people that need to be listening to this are listening to this. And now Ritz has followed suit. <clears throat> now I'm going to tell you play-by-play uh, play how I found out this information. I was on the Instagram for the for the podcast, the podcast Instagram, just, you know, checking some things, um, trying to get free stuff. <clears throat> That's a different story. And I saw that Ritz, because for some reason I followed Ritz, I'm not too sure why. Um, I, you know, I'm a loyal follower of Ritz. I saw that they were like, we're going to announce something in 24 hours, which I hate when companies do that. Like, just tell me the announcement. You don't have to announce the announcement. If anything, I just get annoyed that I have to wait. Like, if I, if you didn't tell me you had an announcement, I wouldn't have known that I was waiting for something, and then it would have been such a surprise when I got it. But now I'm, like, almost annoyed at you for making me wait. It's like being like, ooh, I have a secret. But then you're not telling anyone the secret. Like, what the hell's the point of that? So I waited the, the full 24 hours for their announcement to come. And the announcement was that the s'mores are back. Now, I have to say, when I first saw this, I did start crying. I thought, you know, praise the heavens. Um, now, unfortunately, here's the bad news. The bad news is it is uh, uh, to America only. <laughs> and it's a limited batch. So you can only get it on their website. And I think you have to enter some draw. You also have to be in America, like I said. So there is no way that I will be able to try said Ritz Cracker s'mores. Um, a couple, I cut some commentary on that whole decision. Um, what the hell? Why would you bring something back but only make 300 boxes of it? Like, yeah, see, don't worry. If you thought I wasn't going to complain this episode because something was going well, 
not to worry. I'm, I, I will be complaining from now on. Um, first complaint, like I said, like if you're going to make it, make it. That would be like buying a turkey on Thanksgiving and then just cooking like one of the legs. Like why did you buy the whole turkey? Um, second, why just make it in America? I guess I kind of understand, but like it's a, it's a global favorite. I'm sure people in Europe, people in you know, Australia, people in Asia, I'm sure they would have loved to have, you know, Ritz s'mores as some sort of like a nostalgia, um, to to kind of put us back in the mindset before everything went to dust, like with the COVIDs and stuff, all 19 of them. So I just, I don't really understand the decision, but I'm such a, um, I, I was really trying to make this about me. And I think because I lobbied so hard for this, it's almost like I'm just proud that we got here at all. I, I take full credit, full responsibility. Um, so yeah, I, I, I can I can reconcile with the fact that I won't try it just with the sheer um, joy that it happened. Very big uh, footnote, it happened because of me. So you're welcome. Um, yeah, so we'll see you next week. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I did, I did kind of, I, I just read the announcement. So this is sort of a panic record. Um, I just needed to get my, my thoughts out there. Um, which I'm now hearing myself and thinking, why did I feel like I, I, you know, a podcast that nobody listens to needed to be updated immediately. Uh, and I also speaking to that would like to reiterate the, the fact that we brought up, I think this was the first thing we said in the first episode. I understand no one listens to this. Um, I think every week I realize that I, I really am just talking to myself. And if I think about it too hard, um, I think I'll spiral uh, maybe for the better, maybe for the worse. So I'm not going to think about that, but, um, yeah, this is me talking into my phone in a car. Um, just having received the news about the Ritz s'mores. So do you know what? I'm just going to keep going. We're going to keep going. I have a couple more topics that I want to talk about. Uh, I think I did some sort of a welcome to the episode. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Um, please don't turn it off. Um, if anything, if you're listening to this and you think, uh, this maybe isn't for me. If you could, could you just like, like turn the volume down? Like give us the listen, give us the number, give us the stream. But like, if, if it's not your cup of tea, again, that's totally fine. But like, maybe there's a way we could both get something out of this scenario. So yeah, just, just maybe just, just turn it down just a little bit. Speaking of turning it down just a little bit, I just did one of the most risky things a person could do. Now, disclaimer, this is going to borderline to some sort of update, uh, but nothing too graphic, so I'm not going to do the whole time stamp thing where I say, you know, you can pass it, don't pass it. Don't pass this gas, okay, promise? Just, I, I promise we'll make, it, we'll make it friendly, we'll make it safe for not the bathroom. Um, basically, you know, we're at this stage of COVID-19 where, you know, some people are wearing masks, some people aren't, you know, some people sanitize their hands more so than others, which is totally fine. Do what you want to do. Um, I usually still wear a mask. If there's not one available to me, like it's, it's not a big deal. I won't, but I usually just try to because one, I honestly don't mind. And two, when I'm wearing a mask, you obviously can't see my mouth moving. So when I'm out in public, I'm basically doing like a dry run of the podcast. I don't plan too much for this, but I sometimes think like, okay, you know, what are some topics? And, and, you know, once in a while, the, the show just kind of happens in between my mask and my mouth. Um, so I, so in an effort to not look crazy, I try and cover it up. So yeah, sometimes I'll be around people 
not wearing masks. Totally fine. Until I have to fart. Now, farting in public, a lot of stuff could go wrong. You could, you know, get more than you bargained for, have a little bit of a shart, have, you know, open your underwear. Open's not the right word, but, you know, unveil your undies later and you're like, oh, there's a little, I left myself a treat for later. You know, you could, it could smell more than you thought. Because sometimes the ones that sound like they're going to smell aren't. And the ones that don't sound like they're going to smell do. It's, you know, one of the, I think it's the eighth wonder of the world or the ninth or whatever the next one is that we haven't found out yet. But I actually remember this, the, the first kind of week or so month of, of masks really being like mandated, like you have to wear them like a couple years ago. I was thinking, man, you could just, you could just let it rip now. Like you have to work on the sound, like you have to do a sound check to kind of see what you know, what the sound would be. But smell-wise, like, no one can really smell too, too, too much because they have a mask on. So I've been operating in that theory for, like I said, about two years. Now, the problem is the masks have started to come off. And because I usually have mine on, if I fart with a mask on, well-masked, F- WM fart while farting while masked. I obviously can't smell it, but people that aren't wearing a mask can. So this is it's, it's quite risky now because I don't know what I'm smelling, but they do. So they could just be like, "Ooh, you know what is that?" But I don't even know to apologize. Like I, it, you know, because if if you fart and it smells, sometimes you could be like, "Okay, listen, I farted. Like maybe go stand over there, go play somewhere else, go play over there." But I can't do that anymore because I can't myself smell my own fart. That, this is also another issue for me. I don't really have great smellingness. I can't smell too great. My eyes were fine. I've talked about in an episode before how I wanted glasses. Of course, my eyes were like my best sense. I can't really taste stuff. That's why I have to put so much hot sauce on my food. And I'm not really a picky eater because I can't taste stuff anyway. But my smell is terrible. literally my smell is terrible the smell i admit and the smells i take in terrible so this is already an issue for me but now with the masks i'm like i don't know if my fart smell i guess the answer is figure out why i'm farting so much and then stop that like stop the problem at the root but i think i'm just going to keep complaining about about the aspects that i can control and just forget that but i think i'm just going to keep complaining about you know something that is technically in my control so anyway you know it happens sometimes you know sometimes you fart okay we all fart sometimes you mean to fart sometimes you fart and it comes out too soon oh speaking of coming out too soon the pumpkins are coming i don't know if anybody realizes this but like we're sort of inching towards fall and i looked at the calendar the other day i saw the date like august 17th and i was like oh that's like a month away no apparently that's like a week or two so I, and then I was thinking like, oh, pumpkin spice usually comes out early. So I Googled when it was coming out and apparently it's coming out in a few weeks. The whole, the pumpkin spice latte, the, you know, um, pumpkin stuff, pumpkin this, pumpkin that. I've also already purchased candy corn this year. I finished a bag of candy corn in July, which is something I have to say I'm very proud of. People hate on candy corn. I actually think it is one of the best, the best things. I, it's not so much the taste. The taste is 
chalk, but I like chalk taste. I've learned about myself. The texture's good. The, I, there was this chocolate one I got at Walmart, um, in, you know, a couple weeks ago. It was it was it was very good. It was like a mix. There was some chocolate. There was some regular, and there was like these like marshmallowy pumpkins. I can't remember what the brand was, but I definitely recommend it. it. Was my content recap for the week. Loved it. Um, but yeah, we're really shifting gears. I mean, I'm still trying to find. I don't know that I've talked about this on the podcast yet, but I'm still trying to find the summer flavor Oreo where it's the um, Neapolitan ice cream flavor where it's like waffle cones is the cookies and then strawberry vanilla and what would the, the other one be chocolate frosting or like cookie icing i guess it's called icing so i've been running like a chicken with my head cut off trying to find that but now apparently next week i have to transition into looking for pumpkin spice oreos which i will definitely be doing um if anyone knows anything about me it's anytime there's like a limited edition like seasonal thing basically towards the end of when it's available i freak out and buy like all of them I have like four frozen eggnogs in my freezer at the moment and i even knew because you know sometimes like someone will leave the freezer door open or like there'll be a power outage I, we have two freezers i knew to put some in one freezer and some in the other so that god forbid there was some sort of malfunction i would be able to savor some eggnog actually i think it's time to take them out because i want to pace myself i want to have enough eggnog because i think they'll start selling it in like probably like november so what day are we at we're at august no october november yeah like a few months yeah so i can start just downing that eggnog wow the more you know so the pumpkins are coming i mean they're they're sprouting i don't know when the pumpkin patch is officially open, but I will be going. I will be carving a nobody asked for this jack-o'-lantern, um, and I'll be making the seeds. That's really the best part. I haven't gone to a pumpkin patch in a while, but as long as every year I get like a batch of seeds, that you sprinkle with some, you know, some seasoning, put them in the oven for a little bit. They're very good. They're very, very good. So happy hop, happy holidays. Really, we're getting there. Okay, what else? Well, actually, I forgot to tell you guys, the beverage of the day, if anyone remembers last episode, the beverage of the episode was um, watermelon water. I did a whole breakdown of what that was, what it tastes, and I'm pretty sure I gave some sort of a review. Today, we're having a um, Snapple. I'm not too sure why it has, it's called Snapple. There's, it's not Apple. I'm, I, it's like, I think like an iced tea situation yeah our our real tea starts with the finest tea leaves i highly doubt that this isn't a plastic bottle but we'll go with it um yeah this is the peach peach tea flavor it's pretty good it's pretty good it's not bad they used to come in like big glass bottles now they've gone to plastic which is it's actually very um against the grain it's very popular now to go you know we obviously got to get our act together in terms of, you know, making the the planet last as long as it possibly can. Um, you'd think they would go from plastic to glass. But no, they've decided, you know, screw the planet, let's just put some more plastic into it. There's got to be like a some sort of biodegradable component to this because that's actually quite surprising. It also says gluten-free across the top as if like anyone was concerned that there was gluten in the peach iced tea there was also not apple in it so it should be called gluten. oh yeah it says right on it snapple tea still not getting the apple part 
But yeah, I was doing some brainstorming earlier and trying to think of segments that we could do. You know, we did, we got a mini, a mini update, content recap, I have to say. It's been, it's been a drought. I can't finish a book or even start a book to save my life. I go through periods with books. I go through waves where I read like 15 in a week. Maybe that's a bit high. Maybe like four, maybe three or four in a week with maybe an audio book in there somewhere. And then, because we've, we've, I've detailed my, um, my book buying, um, I guess problem would be the word to, to use. That's really the only word for it. I, I buy a bunch of books and then never read them for like two years. Big news. I don't know that I, I reported this on the podcast, but I got to a point where I had read every book that I'd ever bought. This was about a few months ago. And I think since that point, I've bought like two or three books and I've read zero. So we're definitely, we're like Snapple, you know, integrating plastic into their philosophy. We're, we're definitely headed towards the wrong direction, but it's not as bad as it could be because there was a point when I had like 20 books that I bought and didn't actually read. So you know what? We're, we're living and we're learning here. But yeah, when I was coming up with a segment I'm about to introduce, I was kind of thinking how weird it was. You know, we're going to get, we're going to get very, very sciencey here for a sec how different it is to live, you know, in 2022, as opposed to, you know, what it sounded like to live in, in, you know, the even 30 years ago. No, I I didn't live 30 years ago. I hadn't existed yet. Bleak times, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure, you know, anyone that has can, could really feel a difference between before me and after me. It's like BFAF, before Francesco, after Francesco. Um, But, you know, phones are here, like, the microwave, I think, is relatively new, like in terms of, like probably like, in the in the, in the last like fifty hundred years at least, um, you know, telephones. I think I said that, but there's all this stuff like how we live our life, is probably so different. I mean, even if you think, kind of, broader like electricity, that's in the last hundred hundred fifty years. I think again, I'm pulling these numbers out of my ass, but you know. We've evolved a lot, but I actually think the one part we'll never evolve in is waiting for packages in the mail. Because how do you get around that? Like the smart people, Steve Jobs, everyone at Apple, you know, the Tesla guy, like they're all figuring out ways to get stuff faster, but there's really not anything you can do when you've ordered something from wish.com and it's telling you it's out for delivery but it hasn't changed, but the status hasn't changed in three weeks. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? And then the worst is when they're telling you, like, it's on your way, it's going to be delivered today, but they don't tell you what street they're on. Like, you're telling me they can't track. Like, give me the, give me the find my friends of the driver that's bringing me the, the, the package. You know, I don't want a window. I don't want to, your package will be delivered between, you know, 12 p.m. and 10.45 a.m. the next morning. Tell me. They're on this street, then they got to go here. Like, give me their route, give me their, like, what they got to drop off where. Tell me where they're taking a bathroom break. You know what the worst is? When you order something from, again, like a wish.com, or even not, like, even like the, you know, like a, a bigger, like a Walmart or whatever. And it takes two to three days for it to get from where it started to, like, the town three hours from you, or even less, like an hour. Like, I think the main thing where packages go, like from international countries, 
here for it's like maybe 45 minutes from my house. So it'll get from somewhere else to there in two days, but then it literally takes three weeks to get from 45 minutes from my front door to my front door. And I know that for those three weeks, it's just sitting there like, can't I just show up? Like, get in my car, bang on the door and be like, let me in. We are here. We are here. I think they need to make some sort of like a, a pickup system, like a visiting hours type of prison, something. Because it's, it's so funny. Like, it'll, it literally takes less than a week to get from like Brazil to here. And then domestically, like not even domestic, like locally, it takes longer. And I'm sure there's a perfectly reasonable explanation, but I don't have reason. Um, reason is, is truly like a, 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 the killer of any sort of commentary I have on anything. So if I ever explain something and there's like a reasonable, logical explanation, let's just pretend it's, it's less funny that way, okay? Let's not be a party pooper, okay? But why I'm saying all this is if we're being honest, if it's honesty hour, I've bought a few things usually that I've had you know delivered to me off of a, not to call them out, but like a wish.com and AliExpress where I think I didn't really need that. So I thought we could have a, a segment called Defend Your Purchase. I'm sure we can think of a better name. I'll think of like a, some sort of jingle like Defend Your Purpose. Um, you know, we're, we're, still, we're still working on it. This is a, it's, a, it's a soft launch. Uh, we haven't had our grand opening yet, but I'm going to share this with you because, you know, no one's listening to this. So I, I, I figured it's safe. At this point, I feel like I would even say my credit card number on this podcast because that's how like no one's listening. I'll tell you my address, you know, all of it. Defend your purchases. Now, I do have, and, and let me explain. What will happen is each time we do the segment, I will explain something that I bought and defend it. Uh, maybe defend it poorly, maybe end up not wanting it, maybe end up returning it. Who knows? Who knows? But I thought of this because I, I was remembering back to something that I bought. This was about two years ago. This was February of 2020. And I just thought, why did I buy that? And that was a BlackBerry. Yes, I bought a BlackBerry, the phone, like a BlackBerry phone, in the year 2020 when I had an iPhone and wasn't in the market for a new phone. Now, let me explain. It was a used one. I think it was off eBay, maybe? eBay or I don't think wish.com would have that. They would probably have like, you'd think you were buying a Blackberry and it would be like a little toy or something like a toy Blackberry, a leapfrog thing. But no, it was, it was definitely off of like a, maybe like a Kijiji. If anyone knows about that, that's like a Craigslist, but less sketchy, I think. Do you know what the only thing more embarrassing than buying a Blackberry in the year 2020? Whoa. I'm not even going to cut that out. I don't know what happened there. Then buying a BlackBerry in the year 2020 is buying two. It was not a it was not a BOGO situation. It was not I bought one and then I got one. Um, I received my first BlackBerry and I don't even remember why I wanted it. I just think I always wanted a BlackBerry. And getting back to the thing where when I feel like something's about to go extinct or be gone or a seasonal, like I, I get nervous and I like panic by it. I basically do what people were doing with um, toilet paper in the beginning of the pandemic, but there's no logical reason at all for me to be doing it. So I think I was like, you know what? I've always wanted a Blackberry, like this specific Blackberry. It was the Blackberry, I can't remember what the name was, but it was the one that it was like the keypad, 
but the screen was touchscreen. And I think I just thought, you know what? In a few years, these are going to be completely gone. Like if I can find one now, let me buy it. And I can like scratch that itch and move on. And I don't think I ever had any intention of making it like a phone I would use. I just wanted to have a BlackBerry to say that I did. They do have, in my defense, they do have that very fun game. It's like the Brick Breaker game. For those of you that never played it, it's like there's a little bar at the bottom and a, and a little like pebble, like ball thing, like bounces off and then hits bricks that are like a little bit further above it. So you have to like bounce the ball off and then hit the bricks and then you, it hits the bricks and the ball falls down. And if it doesn't land back on that little bar that you control with the little keypad, you lose. Now, why I spent $48.69 US dollars to play that game, I'll never know. But I get the first BlackBerry, emphasis on first BlackBerry. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is so fun. But the problem was, I think like it, it was like busted or something or there, there was like a little like a like a key missing or like the touchscreen didn't work it just was not the experience that i wanted to have and i was like i didn't come this far to only come this far so i purchased from best buy a second used blackberry it was off of their website but i felt a little bit better if it was from blackberry and not someone in nebraska um no offense to nebraska but just i felt having it come from like a, reta a retailer i felt better so this is a terrible start to the defending part of the defend your purchase thing because I actually don't defend it. I'm actually very confused as to why I ever participated in that type of nonsense, but I did. Um, and it's more so a um, an opening up, a um, you know, just trying to connect, break break the walls, break the barriers, break the bricks, brick breaker. We've had it together. So yeah, defend your purchase. I'm entering the BlackBerry. Um, and I actually recently found out that they just like completely disabled the software that would make that phone usable whatsoever. So even if one day I wanted to use it, it wouldn't happen. BlackBerry is, is dead. Now, now that I've said that on the podcast, that I want them to come back, they'll probably come back because as we went over at the top, I'm basically, um, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm manifesting. I don't know if just you know, the people that run the universe really like the podcasts. It was probably a little bit of both. But now that I've said it, I'm sure that they'll restart their systems and we'll be fine. Actually, this is a new segment, new new segment called, um, what would it be called? Just not, again, not manifesting, just making things happen. This is making things happen. Uh, because that's what we do here at the Nobody Asked for this podcast. We make things happen. See, um, Ritz crackers, see the roller coaster that's going to kill somebody that they've closed because of me. Um, what else do we do? See Dunkaroos. So making things happen. What do we want next? What are, we, what are we going to put out there? I am going to be a millionaire. I would like to be a millionaire. I would like to win the lottery. I would like to be offered some sort of um, a free food sponsorship. That would be fun. Um, I guess we should probably use this for some good as well. Some world peace would be great. Um, hit us up with that. Yeah. So just, so I you know I don't want to ask for too much at once because I don't know, maybe that'll be greedy and it'll stop working, but yeah, that's what we're going to go for now. Actually, I would like to end this, this, this program, this show, this episode with a reach out to the medical community. Now, hello, 
medical community. I'm sure you're listening. I'm sure this does great. And like, you know, the, the, um, people like the, like Grey's Anatomy, but not actual Grey's Anatomy, like what the real people in Grey's Anatomy are like in the, like break rooms of the hospitals. I'm sure they need some sort of levity to like keep it light. I have a question for you guys. Um, when you get back from your, from your lunch breaks, go to the, the, the ear, nose, throat sector of your hospital. And I would just want to know, like, why are my ears so waxy? I know that's probably not something they could answer um, specifically about me. So just say, ask them for tips on how to get less waxy ears. Because let me tell you, my AirPods, when I take them out of my ears, not good. At this point, I pretty much had to convert to the over-the-ear um actual like headphone headphones because the ear pods they don't work there's so much earwax it like it literally gets on my airpod case you know how they have like the actual airpods and then they have the little case that you charge them in all the sides look like crummy and waxy and i feel like i give we're breaking down another brick by me sharing this like it's actually a little bit disgusting and i try to like be good and like keep up with the cleaning of it but it's too much, so I think I have to just fix the issue because my AirPods case is starting to look like my retainer case looked like when I didn't wash it for two years. That's a whole other story. And just in general, like I, I can feel like, like waxy buildup. I, this is this is not a gut update. This is a um, a wax update. Like a, we can start that as a recurring segment. I'll let you know how my earwax is doing. But yeah, I think just in general, if you if you or someone you know, this is like a helpline. If you or someone you know is an ear, nose, throat doctor and would like to give me like some sort of free consultation, I'll take it. You'd have a field day. My ears, waxy. My nose, plugged. My throat, scratchy, as you can tell. I'm 0 for 3 for ear, nose, and throat. So pretty much help me out and I will... Um, I don't know what you get in return. You'll, I'll send you some sort of bonus. You can actually, I'll send you my waxy um, AirPods and then we can just, I'll sign them or something and then you can put them up for an auction on eBay. And then when someone buys them and then I actually go nowhere, that can be their defend your purchase. They'll have to defend that purchase. And this is just really how we keep the cycle going on and on and on. And this podcast can go for 15,000 seasons, like Grey's Anatomy. We just took it home. I'm really getting good at wrapping these things, you know, full circle. And this is only episode 9. Imagine what episode 19 is going to sound like. Imagine. Well, I really do appreciate you joining me once again for the Nobody Asked for This podcast. Um, Apologies if my audio is bad. I don't think it's too bad. Um, but you know, I, I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to keep it real. This has been recorded off my phone. Like I've detailed extensively in, in previous episodes, I did a full test of like audio, you know, microphones from Amazon headphones. I bought some, I returned some, I, you know, dug up some headphones that I had from the past. I pushed them back into their cave because they weren't good enough. And not even 10 weeks later, I'm on a beanbag chair drinking a Snapple, recording this on my phone. So, I mean, really, anyone can do this. I, I, this is the most budget, low budget thing I think that Apple has ever allowed on their website, but we're going to take it. 
So we'll see you next week. Remember, we can be found on Instagram, TikTok. TikTok, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna start back up on TikTok. I know we did the whole uh, I used to do a lot of snack graveyard stuff on there. Again, I'm saying I used to as if I'm talking about three years ago. I'm I'm in like maybe three or four weeks ago. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna start talking again, TikToking to be exact. Um, Facebook, we're on there. I'm pretty sure we have like zero followers on that. Um, we were on SoundCloud for a bit, but then we ran out of free storage. And I because I'm decided I'm gonna be a little bit tighter with my money. I haven't, um, you know, invested the money into getting more storage on SoundCloud. Uh, so we're going to leave it there for now. Um, but yeah, Apple Music, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, um, Samsung Podcasts, again, very popular in the UK. Speaking of the UK, I just put this together. If everything I say on the podcast ends up coming true, I'm pretty sure we did an extensive amount of talking about what would happen if Queen Elizabeth um, expired. Yikes. How do we how do we undo that? How do we take that back? Because apologies, my queen. Our thoughts are with you. Stay with us. So yeah, I guess while we await whatever is to come there, um, thank you so much. I, I appreciate your listen. I appreciate your time. We'll see you next week.